everyone. Welcome back to another episode of... Is this thing on? I often wonder, and I still wonder this, and I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but like, how do you guys feel about the mic tap? Little mic thing that I do at the beginning. Is it annoying? Do you like it? I think it's iconic at this point because I started doing like a mic check, you know, and I I, I stayed with it. It's kind of like a trademark of the podcast at this point. So if I get rid of it, I, I'll feel kind of weird. Anyways, I hope I, I hope a little word vomit there. Uh, <laughs> I hope y'all have had a beautiful, wonderful, awesome, productive, blessed week. Um, my week was, eh, I mean, it could have been better. I feel like I thrive the most when I am doing something and when I'm being 100% productive and when there's not much going on out. At work, it kind of just like puts me in this state of like guilt because I'm not doing anything and I'm a workaholic. So if I find that I'm not doing anything, that I'm free, that I finished all my tasks, I I feel very, very, um, very guilty for not having anything to do. Um, so I hope that I'll be having more to do. <laughs> One can hope, right? Um, I mean, it's always good to take take a little break, relax, you know, take a breather, you know, breathe, and and and, and um, smell the roses, as they say. It's always great. Um, but I'm a hip hopping, happening kind of person. I'm never still. And I mean, those moments that I do get to like be still and be quiet and be like present are great i think we all need to practice like mindfulness like and being present in the moment and what is happening because oftentimes we can just get so swayed um with the motions of 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 the everyday life and and uh it becomes monotonous i mean much like this um quarantine that we've had for what like seven eight months now you know it's literally it's it's monotonous it's monotony and uh monotony can make us uh frustrated and sad and 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 um have us in this rut and um i kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that but i think today's podcast episode is going to be a different one um it's going to be more so about like my faith and spirituality and just what god has been showing me um, if he didn't know this about me, I'm a Christian. Um, I uh, came to Christ um, really, I think, when I was 18. I mean, I've I grew up Catholic my whole life. Um, I went to church, and then around 15, 16, we kind of started going to different churches. And then I, if you want to hear my whole like testimony on how I became a Christian and how I came to Christ and, and whatnot, and my whole spiritual journey, um, I have a, I have an episode on that. So you can go back a few episodes and listen to it if you'd like. Um, but anyways, I'm a Christian, uh, for anyone that didn't know out there, I'm a Christian. Um, and so the Christian walk is never an easy one. It's not for the faint of heart. And you will go through so much trial and tribulation. But the most remarkable and beautiful thing about 
being a believer, being a follower of Christ, and being called into his kingdom is that we serve an all-knowing, all-powerful, gracious, merciful, righteous, sanctifying, sovereign God. And I can count on God to always be there for me and, and never leave me, never forsake me. And yes, I have been feeling the conviction of the Holy Spirit a lot these days. And thank God I have because there's just so many things that I go through on a day-to-day basis that, you know, it's so easy, you know, speaking as a Christian, and if you're a Christian too, I'm sure you can relate on this level, but it is so easy for us to get comfortable in our sin, you know, for us to kind of just sit there and acknowledge that we're sinning and we have a sin, but we don't really see the repercussions of staying in that sin. We don't, we don't move past it. We don't take steps. We're not proactive about how we're going to deal with our sin and we get comfortable and, and, and we kind of just sit back and, and, and conform to the world. And the Bible tells us that we cannot conform to the things of this world. We cannot cling on to the flesh. And I've talked about this before, but the flesh is rotten. The flesh is evil. The flesh is just, it doesn't serve us, you know. And when we choose to cling on to the desires of the flesh, we ignore what God wants for us and we turn our back on him and it's like we're basically slapping God you know God has so much for us he has a bigger purpose Jeremiah 29 11th one of the most quoted Bible verses out there um, for I have plans not to hurt you but to prosper you prosper you to give you a fulfilling I'm, I'm just paraphrasing but 29 jeremiah 29 11 um yeah like our plans are minuscule they are nothing they are a speck of dust um in terms of the grand scheme of things that god has for us and when we refuse to listen to the conviction of the holy spirit the things that god wants to reveal to us through scripture and through our day-to-day lives, we are turning our backs on him. And we're essentially saying that we don't care, that we don't want God in our life. And it's almost as if we are basically atheists because we are refusing to listen to his words. Also, I kind of want to apologize because you're going to hear a lot of background noise. I, I, my family is crazy. I love them, but they are, yeah. All right, guys, sorry about that. I am back. Um, We almost always have to take a little pause during this podcast because I will have interruptions to and fro, so I'm sorry. It is my family. Um, Yeah, I'm the producer. I'm the editor. I'm the CEO of this podcast, so that's a good and that's a bad thing. But anyways, um, as I was saying, we are basically numb 
when we become numb to our sin and 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 we sit there we might as well be atheists because if we're not willing to acknowledge that we are selfish and wretched and unrighteous and that what we are doing is not pleasing god it is not bringing him glory it is not bringing any sort of growth in our lives it is just backsliding us into repetitive patterns of sin and i and i can speak for this heavily because i am kind of grappling with some stuff like this right now and it is so easy to just sit there and um pray to god for forgiveness and for repentance um and ask him for that right it is one thing to ask god for forgiveness and repentance of your sins um but it is another to actually mean that and to actually apply it into our life and to actually work on it because if you just say god um please cleanse me of my iniquity of my sin uh of my trespasses like if you just say that but you don't actually mean it. You don't actually go through with it. You don't actually turn away from the sin. Repentance means that we're turning away from the sin. Um, well, that's my definition of it. But like, let's look up what repentance means because I think it would be helpful if we can kind of um, get a um, generalized definition of what it means. Um Okay, so, oh, let's see. I'm trying to look for a good one. One second, guys. I'm still looking for it. Um, okay, I think I found... Okay, hold on. I think I found it. Okay. I found a good definition of repentance, of repent. Um... So it says right here, this is according to Christianity.com. Um, it says, so really repent is a perfect description of what happens when you come to Christ. You no longer reject Christ, but now you believe that Christ is just the son of the living God. Is the son of the living God. You do a spiritual about face in which turn changes everything. And not only do you change your mind about Christ, but you change your mind about sin as well as you discover what it really means to honor God. You realize that it's no longer about performance. It's about a hard attitude that confesses Christ and seeks to honor him in every aspect of life. So, in a nutshell, as I said before, it says, means to change It means to do a spiritual about face, turn changes. Basically, we're talking about change. Sorry, guys. Again, 
I'm sorry for the pause. You're going to hear a lot of pauses. Um, I'm going to try to make the podcast as seamless and flowy as possible. But again, I'm my own editor, producer of this podcast. So it's not always going to be very polished, but whatever. Anyways, so we were talking about repentance. And basically, repentance is an active thing. It's an active act when you are already coming to Christ, when you've realized that Christ is your one and only Savior, and that you no longer serve the world, but you serve Christ because Christ is in you. So you receive the spirit of repentance. And when you have the spirit of repentance, you are no longer just comfortable living in your sin. You are no longer numb to what you just did because you are convicted by the Spirit. And I know that sometimes it is hard to sit with conviction and and, and really nitpick and examine every single aspect of our lives and every single sin. And you're probably wondering, well, then what's the point of following Christ if every single time we're going to sin? Yes, we're going to sin, every single day of our lives, whether it's with our thoughts, our bodies, our actions, everything. And that's why we have mercy and grace from the Lord, because we, he knows that we're going to mess up. He knows that we're not perfect. He knows that we are faulty beings. But what he yearns and what he longs from us is our heart. And, and, and when we are won over by by Christ. All we desire to do is please Him, is glorify Him, is to repent and turn away from the things that are causing us to sin, from the things that are causing us to become part of this world. Um, and so today's topic was going to be more so about like, forgiveness and forgiving someone and sitting comfortable sitting comfortably in your sin but I think I'm going to talk a little bit about just like the conviction like for me personally I this year these last three four months have been a very very transformative one for me um and again I'm gonna bring it up again because I think it's important but I've had a lot of um conviction from the holy spirit this past couple of months um and they it has been a transformative year for me a very conviction filled couple of months (laughs) and i am still being convicted every single day of my life every single time that i feel like i am dishonoring God, I get that immediate conviction um, because I'm no longer comfortable in what I'm doing. And I know that what I'm doing is wrong. And I desire to have a closeness with God so much so that I don't have to be afraid of telling him about my sin because he already knows that I'm humbling myself before him he knows that i'm imperfect he knows i'm wretched he knows i'm evil he knows i'm sinful but he still embraces me he doesn't embrace the sin but he embraces the sinner and 
And so that's, that's the, that's the truth that we can rest on, that he embraces us with an everlasting steadfast love, even though we are sinners. Um, and so one of the things that I was wanting to talk about, because I've been experiencing this and I know that last week I gave, I gave like an, a life update. Okay. Every now and then I will give you guys a life update. But basically, I was just kind of grappling on how to forgive someone <laughs> that hurt me. And um, I know oftentimes forgiveness is sometimes really, it's a very humbling experience. Because as human beings, we don't want to be told that we're wrong. We always want to be in the right we want to feed our own egos. It's all about me, 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 me. And so um, when we choose to just feed into our egos, we're just hurting ourselves. Um, and we're not glorifying Christ because it's not about us. It's not about us. Everything on this earth, if you are a Christian, if you believe that Jesus is your one and only Savior, everything on this earth that we do is for His glory. It is not for our glory. We are not self-serving beings. Um, we are not. And so forgiveness is one of those things that we kind of just like take for granted and we don't practice enough because we are so in love and so invested in ourselves and 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 I don't want to blame society but in some ways society is is at fault for the lack of forgiveness because we grow up and we are kind of thrusted into a society and most industrialized western societies are very individualistic and some are collectivistic. And basically in layman's terms, what individualism and collectivism means is that individualism is more on individual merit. How far independently can you get in life? How successful can you be in life? And collectivism has to do with a collective group of people, whether that's your family, um, the, the people that you work with, but it's a, it's a group effort basically. And if you mess something up for that group, that whole group looks bad. And so I think that plays a big part into like forgiveness, um, at times because we don't want to step out of our own little bubble and, and, and look at the bigger grand scheme of things. We don't want to, um, at a Bible study that I was just at, like two days ago, we were talking about um, empathy, sympathy, and I forgot what was the other word. Empathy, sympathy, and empathy and sympathy. Yeah, well, we were basically talking about empathy and sympathy, right? Those were like the two main themes. And it is sometimes hard for us to to sympathize and to empathize with people because we are so far up our own butts that we cannot see that we have wronged people. And I understand that some people can be completely oblivious 
but oblivion obliviousness is that even a word oblivion being oblivious to something is not an excuse for your lack of forgiveness and so what i've learned through all this is that i and and again i mentioned it last week on the last episode but what god has shown me is that if i am a bible believing christian if i love the lord as he has loved me and if i love thy neighbor as i love thyself i need to forgive i need to honor him by forgiving people that have trespassed me that have i'm tre- i'm sorry not trespassed me people that have wronged me people that have persecuted me it says those it says in the bible to bless those and pray for those who persecute you and and that that is that is a part of forgiveness and and that is something that oftentimes even as believers we struggle so much with because we're kind of already grappling with the sin that we deal with and 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 dealing with the fact if if god forgave us or not and the answer is yes god has already forgiven us because we are saved by grace all of our sins have already been paid for have already been bought by the blood of christ and so when we understand that we understand that forgiveness conviction that that all that plays into our walk with with Christ and the way we view other people and 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 the biggest commandment one of the biggest commandments in the bible is love thy neighbor as you love thyself and love the lord your god with all your strength with all your soul with all your might with all your spirit and we don't learn how to forgive properly and how to love on people properly then we don't really love god because god is love and so there's just a few verses that I have highlighted that I kind of want to touch base on because they touch base on forgiveness. Um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six verses that I kind of want to touch base on. And you, if you have your Bible, if you have it out, or if you want to look these up later, um, cool. It's the first one that I'm um, referring to is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And it says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So if, if God, the God of the universe, the God of the entire world can forgive us in our trespasses and in our iniquities, in our faults, in our sin, in our error, in our selfless selfishness, why can't we forgive one another? Right? The other one that I want to read is Colossians uh, chapter 3, verse 13. And all these are in ESV, by the way. The version is ESV. If you have a different version, that's fine too. But this is what I'm reading. It says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. I was mad at this person that I struggled to forgive for a little while because I didn't see the bigger picture. And when I saw now the bigger picture of what was happening in their lives, 
it was a little bit easier for me to take a step back and be like, no, you are a follower of Christ. You have the spirit within you. And it is your duty, your obligation to love this person no matter what they did to you. And so much so that I, um, <laughs> um, this might be a, a therapy strategy that I've seen, right? Um, but I've, a I've actually heard that, um, and I'm a big proponent for this because I used to do it too. Journaling is great. Um, just writing down your thoughts and everything that you want to say to either yourself or a, a, a person, right? Um, and in this case, I wrote a letter to this person. Um, they already aware. They're already aware that I wrote a letter to them because I told them this past week. Um, <laughs> I didn't give it to them. Um, I was going to, but I thought it was just better to write it out. And now that I had gotten it all, all out on paper and I wrote it down and I said everything I needed to say in that letter, I'm able to just let it go. Let it go and let God deal with it. Like it sounds cheesy, but let go and let God deal with it because God is going to deal with all our problems. Yes, we are an active part of the mayhem and the problems that we cause in our life. But God doesn't want us to be resentful and wretched and hostile towards one another. God doesn't want us to sow seeds of bitterness in our heart towards another person. So if you writing a letter to whoever hurt you or someone that you're angry at or just whatever it may be or journaling, whatever it may be, if, if that's going to help you put something concrete concretely into words and then later on you're just able to let go and let God deal with it because God is a God of justice and a God of mercy if you are able to just do that then that's great because then you're you're just able to just forget about it and move on and I think there's bigger things in life there's bigger things in life like sharing the gospel with people and being kind and loving towards one another than to sit here in our bitterness and hate on one another. And yeah, it is an ever, everyday process to sit there and love us, each other. It is so hard, especially when we have been beaten down and hurt so many times but are we going to sit there and 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 let satan and let these seeds of bitterness be planted in our heart when we can be filled with the light of christ when we know that god is going to deal with that person or that situation on his own timing so that's that's just something to think about other, the other verse I have in mind is Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, ESV version, of course. Um, for if you forgive others, their for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. So if we can die to ourselves 
And we, if we can take ourselves off the high horse, off our pedestal, off our high and mighty holy attitude, and realize that we are nothing, and that we are just as guilty, just as faulty as everybody else, and that they make mistakes too, that there are, there are people filled with error, and but we are able to move past that and forgive them and love them regardless, then God will forgive us too. So, another thing to keep in mind. It says, another verse is uh, Matthew chapter 6, um, verse 15. But if you do not forgive others, there... But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you in your trespasses. Yeah, if if we if we if we let Satan's grip take a hold of on of us, if we let the enemy blindside us and trick us into thinking that we need to stay mad at this person, that we need to be just horrible towards this person just because they wronged us then then we're not we're not living and breathing the spirit of Christ we're not because that's what the world tells us to do the world tells us to go out and to yell at each other and to get mad and to not forgive each other the world tells us to 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 the world amplifies conflict. I mean, look at all the reality TV shows we have that center on conflict. Look at how people resolve things through violence, through profanity, through vulgarities, through all these other things that do not please the Lord, that serve the devil. And we're just sitting there and we're partaking in that too. We deserve hell and brimstone for that. We deserve it. Because we're just dealing with our unforgiveness the way the world tells us to deal with it. And that is not right. The other verse is 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, ESV. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the last verse is Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So, as I have said before, all of our iniquities, all of our sin, all of our trespasses, is already covered by the blood of Christ. Everything is already there. Everything has been covered. Every past, present, future, generational sin that has already happened, it is already covered by the blood of Christ. And if we truly have rested in the scripture, in his promises, and if we have peace in him, it will make the process of forgiving 
one another so much easier. It will be so much easier to just let go of whatever is not serving you and whatever is not serving that other person. And to just say, you know what? Yes, you hurt me. Yes, I am hurt by your actions. Yes, the words you said have power and they have hurt me. And I have cried myself to sleep. And I have blamed myself aimlessly for what you did and for how the situation went. But you know what? I love you. I love you regardless. I love you because Christ first loved me when I was when I was and I am unrighteous and wretched and disgusting and horrible and vile. And so when we rest in the fact that the eternal sacrifice has already been made and when we have peace in in Christ, it is so much easier to just turn the other cheek and forgive someone and remind them that we love them. And life is far too short to be sitting and be bitter with someone. Life is fleeting. One moment we are here on this earth and the next we're gone. And so I just want to encourage anyone out there right now that if you are mad at someone, that if you are going through something, that if you are unhappy with someone or something, forgive them. Forgive them. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to take... I know forgiveness sometimes is a two-way street. But if this other person is not willing to admit that they are wrong, because many of us are not, we are prideful, we are self-righteous, be the bigger person. Be the light of Christ. Be the hands and feet of Christ. And show your love to them. No matter what. Because kindness goes a long way. Love goes a long way. And love at the end of the day conquers all. So if you are going through something with someone. Anything. Whatever it may be. Let it go. Forgive them. Trust that whatever has happened, God will deal with it. So, with that being said, guys, thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. I am glad I was able to talk about this because this is something that has been convicting me. And I am glad that the Holy Spirit is working in me, is moving in me. And I am glad that I'm just able to talk about this on this platform and I'm not ashamed of my faith. I am so unashamed of my faith and I think it's a beautiful thing when we can just sit and tell people about Jesus and tell people about how much they are loved. They may be hated by the world, but they are loved by an amazing God. So just wanted to point that out, guys. Um, as always, y'all, I have a podcast number that you can call, um, and leave me a voicemail message, whatever it may be, you can do that. Uh, if you have a podcast suggestion topic, or you want to be featured on the podcast, or you want to be a guest on this podcast, 
call that number below, text that number, whatever your little heart desires, and we could make it happen, possibly. I don't know. Um, there's also a link that you can click on in the description of this podcast um, episode, and you can click it, and it sends you directly to the podcast website where you can record a little voice memo there if you feel more comfortable doing that. Um, so yeah, that number is 956-278-0720. 956-278-0720. One more time. 956-278-0720. Well, guys, I hope you guys learned something from this episode. I hope you were blessed by this episode. I pray that God keeps moving in me and working in me so that I can just share what he's put on my heart. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful morning, day, or night, whatever time of the day you're listening to this. I hope you guys have a wonderful, blessed, productive week, and I hope that you are able to forgive whoever it is that you are in conflict with. And yes, it's hard, but you can do it, and God loves you, and God has already paid for your sins. So, love your neighbor, love yourself. And most importantly, love God. Anyways, go forth, prosper, and God bless. Bye, guys.